Want flexibility? Take yoga. Want flexibility with your health insurance? Check out United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly medical, dental, and vision coverage that may be right for you. More at UH1.com. Hey, hey, Waffle Gang. I do hope you are well. My name is Mark, and today we're checking out some more relationship stories. And if you love a Reddit story, why not consider hitting that like, subscribe, maybe that notification bell too, as it all really, really does help out the channel. And let's crack straight on with today's story. Now, today's story comes from WQZU from r slash relationships, and it does have multiple updates, etc. It's titled, I-21 male, have been looking for my sister, 18 female, since 2014. I found a way to contact her last night, but I'm not sure how to do it. My parents got divorced in August of 2014. It was a messy fucking divorce, one of the worst I've ever known, and I know quite a few of my friend's parents. My mother took half of my dad's savings, half of his pension. He had just retired after 11 years in the army, plus 25 years in the police. She was cheating medical benefits during this time. Half of the house, the mortgage on, which she never contributed to, and even tried to get half of the compensation my dad was awarded after being hit by a car. ICU medically induced in coma, plus in various hospitals and rehab centers from November 2015 to January 2016. Yes, the divorce took almost two years. Long story short, she bankrupted my dad. We were on the verge of homelessness for a while. He spiraled into depression, which dragged me into depression. Things were fucking bad for us. She also tried to use me and my sister as a weapon against him. She moved to Surrey, a place near London, 200 miles from where we were living at the time, to be with the man she was cheating on my dad with. My sister, 14 at the time, went with her. My mum tried to make me come too. I wasn't no contact at this point but I had just started a software development apprenticeship at the time, so I stayed with my father. Things were okay. I even went down to Surrey to see them. It was when I was down there that I overheard my stepfather chatting shite about my dad, a man he had never met, calling him worthless, good for nothing, not a real man, was thrown in there a couple of times. She was laughing along all the way. Obviously, I was upset. When I got back home, I texted her to let her know that I knew what he had been saying. This led to a barrage from her side, telling me never to talk or attempt to contact her, my stepfather, or that this is the only thing that killed me, my sister. I happily obliged with the first two. I carried on talking to my sister through Facebook, saying things like, I will never not love you. You'll always be my sister. She said similar things back and said she missed me. I went to message her one day and she had blocked me. I got a text from her saying that the way I spoke to mum and stepfather was disgusting and that they have been nothing but amazing to me and her. When I first read it, I thought it was weird. When my dad got the exact same text word for word, despite not saying anything to either of them, I knew it was my mother pretending to be my sister. I text her back something along the lines of, your bullshit has always been easy to see through with mum's name. I didn't get any message back. Now's not the time to go into it, but after many a drunken conversation with my dad, I found out my mum was emotionally abusive and a total narcissist. When she found out, I tried to end myself. She mentioned in a letter to another family member that I should have tried harder. 
I never wanted anything to do with her again. The issue at hand. As mentioned above, my father was bankrupted. He had no money left to fight for custody of my sister. I know he'd do anything to see her again. Going through courts is no longer an option. We don't know where they live. We don't have the money. Fuck, we don't even know if any of them are still alive. Until yesterday. My girlfriend and I were scouring the web for any online presence of them. When she found a Facebook profile for my sister that was created around two weeks ago. It only has one profile picture and the privacy settings are pretty much maximum. You can only message it. She sent me a link to it and I'm blocked. However, given what happened with a text message a few years back, I'm inclined to believe that's in part due to my mother. Maybe I'm being stupidly naive and my sister really doesn't want anything to do with me. So here's my dilemma. Not only has my sister been cut off from me, she's been cut off from her entire family. All her aunts, uncles and grandparents are not allowed to contact her, lest they corrupt her, mother's words, into seeing me and my dad. I can message my sister if I create a new Facebook account, even if it's just to let her know that whatever she's been fed about mine and my father's feelings about her are lies and that we still love her. Even if it's just to let her know that her nan thinks about her every day and she could die happy after just one phone call from her. The issue is, I don't want her mother intercepting the message and making things worse for her or us. I'm sure her account is heavily monitored. I might sound crazy to a lot of people, and I know there's two sides to every story, including this one. But I promise you, on my own life, living under my mother is like living under a dictatorship. Your thoughts aren't your own. It's horrible. She will start university in September, I assume. I'm thinking the best way to do this is to message the account around October time. The thing is, I don't know if I'm emotionally ready to be told to go fuck myself by her. My dad's therapist has said there's a very real possibility my sister grows to become like my mother. Part of me is ready to accept that fact disclosure. Part of me wants to believe that would never happen and part of me thinks I should just leave it alone. I'm really at a loss for what to do. For four years, I've been looking for her. Now I finally found her or at least an online presence of hers. I really don't want to fuck anything up. What's the best way to go from here? Dan, as always, we do have multiple updates on this one. But this has got to be an incredibly tough situation to be cut off from a family member and then not know whether to contact them. And you don't know their feelings either. You don't know if they truly feel like they don't want to see you again or is just the mother manipulating the whole situation. And playing your hand too early could potentially ruin the whole thing. Should you even be getting in contact at all or just let her approach you, but you don't know what she's thinking. Again, she might be thinking negatively about you from what the mother said or just in general, who knows? But I think, and I don't know if it's right or wrong, but if I was in your position, I would say from your point of view, no one else, because you said something about your nan in there about, you know, she could die happy after one phone call, which seems a pretty shady thing to say. And I wouldn't go ahead and say that if I was OP, because that could definitely come across as manipulative. I'd maybe fire a message across just saying something like, sister, I do love you. And if you do want to talk, I am here. And I have always loved you for X amount of years. Something simple just like that to maybe open those communication lines and that's probably how I would leave it and then see what happens from there. As you said, she may be going to university soon so, you know, she can't be controlled by her mother anymore if that's what's happening. But Cannibal Bun said something about the whole Nan dying happy sort of thing and quotes it saying, even if it's just to let her know her Nan thinks about her every day and she could die happy after just one phone call from her. 
and then says don't do this it comes off as very manipulative and will likely send her running back away from you if you try something like this if you're going to contact her just tell her you love her miss her and hope she is doing well if she responds try to go about a normal conversation ask about school future goals friends etc leave your dad and mum out of the conversation be prepared to be blocked as if she tells your mum about this she is likely going to feel you've hunted her down to corrupt her op replied to that saying that's a very good point i hadn't even considered my thought process is that if she wants nothing to do with me or my dad surely she can't have dismissed all of her family that easily but i don't want to do anything that could be twisted to justify what my mum did thanks for the advice Fandom says, how sure are you that she hasn't been jaded by your mum after the past four years? I feel like she would have tried to talk to you. I would send the tiniest message just saying that you still care and now that she is an adult, you were wondering if you can talk. I wouldn't go much past that. Let her decide. To which OP replies saying, I'm 100% sure she's been jaded. That's why I want to do this right. Rebelly02 says, once you dismiss your immediate family, it's easier to dismiss the rest. And Opie replies saying, I guess I don't want to take away her new family, just reintroduce her back into her old one. And then there was a few comments saying something like, maybe she was like under a mother's thumb. Another saying, you know, maybe she doesn't want to be introduced back into the family because she would have done it years ago if she really wanted to. But now we're going to move into the update to see what that says. Well, I'm 23 now finished university, starting a real job. Dad and I no longer have depression. Life is pretty good. As for my sister, a few interesting things happened to say the least. Firstly, I took the overall consensus from the original post and, and didn't make any attempt to contact her. I did drunkenly check her page from time to time to see if anything had changed, and I found that I'd been unblocked on my main Facebook account, probably around August that same year. My sister rang my aunt and said she wanted to arrange a meeting with her and her son, our cousin obviously. My aunt immediately rang my dad and I and told us the good news. We were both uncertain about how we should take it, but overall we were pretty happy. They all meet up and apparently my sister has also been kicked out of her mother's house for some reason or another and is staying with a friend and she hasn't spoken to my mother for over a year. At this point in November, The story goes that my mother and the new victim managed to ostracize themselves from all their friends down there and my mother took out her aggression on my sister. So she stormed out and turned up teary-eyed at this friend's house and has been living with them ever since. She asked about me and my father, if we're doing well and if we hate her. Obviously, my aunt assured her that we definitely don't. My sister says she wants to get in contact with the both of us, but she wants to take it slow and she didn't know how we would react. In my view, that's completely understandable. That's interesting point one. Just as a side note, my mother once smacked my sister in the face for wasting a tampon when she was 12. I obviously am not completely familiar with that uniquely female experience, but I did get the joy of hearing that moment unfold. Just for an idea of the type of person my mother is and and what she did to both of us as kids. And just to butt in there, I did see a comment on that bit saying the joy of hearing that moment unfold. And let me just tell you that it's just sarcasm, basically. And I know you probably know this, but I have to get it out of my head and say it anyway. Interesting point two. Happens when my sister goes with her new boyfriend up to visit our nan. Another cousin of ours, big family, is also present for this meeting. My cousin tells me that my sister told our nan that it had been a few months since she had last spoken to our mother. 
which is quite a bit different to over a year ago. Whatever, my aunt misremembered the meeting. However, my cousin did say that she got a very off vibe from my sister. And to paraphrase her own words heavily, you would think sister had last seen us all last weekend, not five years ago. She walked into Nan's house like she owned the fucking place. She didn't really say why she was getting in contact with us and not you or her father, other than she wasn't ready. And she didn't really say why she hadn't spoken to her mother either. I don't know. I wasn't happy with it at all. And we were all thinking that you two, my father and I, should be in that room, not us. But maybe your mother has made me too paranoid. My nan is my maternal grandparents. I phone her as often as I can, which isn't as often as I would like it to be admittedly, and I know I'll kick myself for it. I digress. Every time I do phone her, she always asks about my dad and his new partner and sends them both birthday cards, Christmas cards, and so on. To me, it just speaks volumes about the type of person my mother is when her mother is more concerned about the well-being of her ex-husband and his new partner. Just trying to get this point home to any doubters. Three, occurs when I find out that my sister asked my nan for some money to help her out with university and not living with her mother anymore. My nan, being the lovely little 86-year-old Welsh sweetheart that she is, gave her around £2,000. Now, I'm happy to be proven wrong here, but asking for 2000 within a few hours of reconnecting with family that you haven't seen or made contact with for five years is very strange. I find out about this because around November, my nan called me because she had promised me an update on the situation to tell me that for about a week after my sister met up with all of them, that they had been in regular contact via phone and Facebook. Since that week, nothing. Unreturned voicemails, Facebook messages left on red. My sister had taken money and fucked off. I spent the day reassuring my nan that she hadn't done anything wrong and she definitely wasn't the idiot she thought she was for giving my sister the money. Number four is the least interesting, but you'll be pleased to know that my ramblings end here at least. It should go without saying that since the first meeting in August with my aunt and her son, neither my dad nor I had any direct contact with my sister. On Boxing Day, my sister finally calls my nan and wishes her a Merry Christmas. My nan says thanks and hangs up. In January, on my nan's 87th birthday, my sister calls up and wishes her a happy birthday and also mentions that she's having some money problems. My nan rolls her eyes and hands the phone to my aunt who buys my sister's sob story, hook, line and sinker and rings me to tell the quote unquote good news and that it's different this time. She really wants to see you. Around May, which is my birthday month by the way, my sister sends a text to my aunt to see if she has any old pictures of her. My aunt says she doesn't, but that me and my dad might, which we do. My sister sends a text back saying that she will get in touch with us. I know this is going to come as a complete shock, but it's been radio silence since and in all honesty, I'm fine with that. To me, it's crystal clear who my sister has grown up to be like toying with my family members' emotions, treating her own presence as a gift and using it to manipulate money out of people. Inconsistent stories about her relationship with the one person she knows would be a deal breaker if the rest of the family knew was still involved and terrible at hiding her true intentions. Will she ask me for the photos? Probably not, unless she gets really desperate and exhausts all other avenues for exploiting money out of people with pity stories. But even she knows that I know exactly who that money is going to. My mother knows she's not in my nan's will at this point. If she does want to meet up, I will bring the photos with me. 
Part of me wants to bring two envelopes, half of the photos in one envelope, the other half shredded up in the other. And depending on how well the meeting goes, depends on which envelope she gets. I won't do that, but the thought of being that petty is very tempting. I'm not holding my breath. She was 14 and I was 17, the last time I saw her. She's turning 21 this year and I was 23 in May. I've had my years of anger and grief and done my time with depression. I've hurt many people and many relationships along the way. I'm still learning what's normal and what isn't, but on the whole, my life is split up into before and after. And for the most part, my sister lives and will remain in the before. Somewhat because I want to maintain the memory I have of her and not taint it by knowing what she has become. Somewhat because I'm not ready to go through what I overcame again. I've accepted my role in the universe as the recipient of bad karma to make up for all the good karma that randomly happens to other people. I'm okay with that. For the first time in my life, I've been the one in control. As for my attitude to her and my mother, the best word I could adequately use to describe it is ambivalent. They could win the lottery and be on the news tomorrow or they could get hit by a bus. My reaction would probably be the same. To everyone else out there with estranged parents or other family members, the one thing I learned is that estrangement is the best thing they'll ever do for you. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at uh1.com. You. Edits. Thank you all for your comments. I did my best to reply to everybody, but given the response to the original post, I had no idea this would get so much attention. To the people that shared their similar stories, I hope you're all keeping well and staying positive and making the most out of what you've been dealt in life. Hard times make strong people. In reference to my idea of ripping up the photos, that was always only ever half serious. I wouldn't do something like that. It's petty, wouldn't be fair to my sister, and would only give me short-term satisfaction in the form of a pathetic one-up. I realized that before writing this post. In reference to the bad karma line, I actually think I'm a very lucky man, all things considered. I'm where I want to be in life. I have a fun and happy and stable family around me, and I'm confident in the person I've become. That line is a glimpse into my personality. Some people got that, some people were genuinely concerned for me, which I do sincerely appreciate. The black dog never really stops chasing you, but I get a much warmer feeling from being able to laugh at the universe that is seemingly constantly shitting on you than I do from pretending that everything is okay. That's what I meant by that line. Thanks again to everyone for taking the time to read. It felt good to get this off my chest and know that a lot of people think I'm making the right moves. A good amount of people made the fair comment that my sister is still young and still probably under my mother's influence. I appreciate those people taking the time to give feedback and advice, but ultimately, my life had already moved on. I made peace with the fact that I may never see my sister again long before the events I've detailed out here. And when this all kicked off, the closure and acceptance I had moved on from began to unravel. 
I'm not ready to go back into dark days of, of a risk that everything might be okay. Yes, in the future, we may reconnect, but for now, I am focused on my own life and am content with taking some of the rare happy memories I had of my family in my childhood with me, untouched by these developments. And we do have a bit of additional information of, of what the mum has done in the past and then some relevant comments to that as well, which we'll cover in a second, but wow. In some ways, I'm not surprised. In other ways, I'm really surprised that, you know, this person does sound like they turned like their mother in the end. And for OP, that must be incredibly heartbreaking to see. You've got this memory of the person you loved when they were younger, when they was 14 years old, your little sister. And they've turned up to be this person who's just coming back into the family to what it seems to like take money from family members. And I know I'll get hate for this, but there is a tiniest bit of empathy in there as well for the way that that daughter has grown up to become like this person. You know, if they was in front of me now or I was in that situation and they had done that to my family, I'd be like, F them, absolutely. But the fact that, you know, they've turned from one person to another by being manipulated, assuming here, by mother is, is really sad. When it sounded like when this all originally kicked off, OP and sister were sending messages that they love each other, you know, and they'll always be there for each other. And then it turned to this in the end. It's a very, very sad situation. Obviously, you don't want the sister in your life anymore because she's literally just using you at this point. So just to get it out there, I'm not excusing that behavior one single bit. I just feel bad for the relationship that's been broken up over time because of everything that's happened. All starting but from what it sounds like, the mother. So now we're going to get those comments of the additional things the mother done at the time. So we're starting off with stole 40k from her mother's bank account, which she had access to, and left grandmother with a declined debit card when she was trying to buy groceries. She made Facebook accounts in her own name and told the police that I had made them to harass her, which led the police to calling me while I was at work. She wrote a letter to my cousin, the female cousin who met my sister in this update, telling her that her father is a weak man and her kids are a pair of bastards because one was born out of wedlock because her father had forced my mother to repay the aforementioned 40K. Repeatedly called my aunt a worthless failure after my aunt's marriage broke down. One of my first memories is my mother screaming at me that I've ruined her life. That was a favorite of hers. To scream at both me and my sister that we ruined her life. And when you were a kid, you don't blame your parents for hating you. You blame yourself. So when I was looking through this post as well, I found that it had been compiled as well from another user called Solani. And they found some relevant comments to this where one said, commenter mentions that it isn't great that the original poster's family to demand sister not have a relationship with her mum in order to allow her to get close to family again. In addition to the above list of things, the original poster writes this. It's not a case of asking my sister to give up the person who raised her. If she can't see that, the woman defines the word evil. We have to be cautious about the type of person my sister is. She is aware of all of the above happening and the fact that none of us can be certain what her current relationship is with her makes us all the more suspicious. She isn't 14 anymore. She's 20, nearly 21. Yes, she's young, but there's not a lot of time left to unlearn how to not be a manipulative sociopath. I love my sister and in truth always will, but it's a hard reality I came to terms with a few months ago that I may never have a relationship with her again. A commenter suggests that the original poster's family commit to not giving the sister more money. The poster says, definitely, we all already have. 
The only person that would have done it in the first place is my nan anyway, because, you know, she's a grandparent and that's what they do. But she's kicking herself as best as an 87-year-old can because of it, though everyone has told her it wasn't her fault. My main issue with the whole thing is I just don't believe a word of it. I don't believe that she got kicked out of her mother's. I don't believe that she managed to afford a second-hand Toyota Igo while living in London apparently rent-free with friends when she was 16. I don't believe that she found the money to go to Costa Rica and national festivals while still being so desperate that she had to take, not borrow, take 2k off our nan the day she meets her. And I don't understand why she's comfortable with every member of our family except for me and my father. When every member of my family she's been in contact with has told her that the best thing she could do is contact us. It boils down to the fact that at this time, allowing my sister back into my life means allowing my mother back into my life and I'll cut my bollocks off before I let that happen (laughs) until I'm certain beyond reasonable doubt that there is no one else behind her attempts to reconnect. I'm staying very vigilant if I do get contacted by her. Then another commenter suggests looking into legal action to get Nan's 2K back and the original poster said, I've often considered that. I've come to terms with the fact that pursuing any legal methods will just drag it up again, and at the end of the day, 2000 could be spent on much more worthwhile things. But it's not life-changing money. My dad said something in a drunken state to me, that when I was 18, that stuck with me. 180 grand. 180 grand that bitch stole from me, and it was the best 180 grand I've ever spent. I think I've adopted that philosophy. I think my sister has seen what my mother does and seen that it works. I mean, my mother is a manipulative low-life scumbag and it's gotten her a comfortable life gold digging in London. The only influence my sister had between the ages of 14 to now is my mother. She's a product of her environment and it got her the easiest 2K anyone has ever made. I believe a lot of the reasons for my mother's behavior stems partly from narcissism, partly from her realization that her greed and lust for money and power hasn't brought her happiness, but she refuses to admit it. She said to me, once when I was about 12 years old. People that cross me suffer. I was used to bizarre shit like that and just thought that's normal. And it's just the cry of someone that's deeply hurt and doesn't know how to deal with it. The more I thought of it over the years went by, the more I realized that she turned more and more fucking mental after the death of her father, my grandfather. I really think that switched something in her. It's no excuse and I don't forgive her at all, but it's an explanation. And the fact that she can't make me or my father or the rest of us suffer is probably filling her with rage, which puts a shit-eating grin on my face every time I think about it. People just don't get it if they don't go through with it. And the thing that annoys me the most is they don't realize how lucky they are to be ignorant. I've had people tell me how strong the maternal bond is and look at me with furrowed brows when I tell them why I don't have a relationship with her. I know they're trying to work out what I did, which is why if the question comes up, I just tell people that she's dead. It does feel dirty, but for all I know, she may well be. Well, if anything, I hope you know that's not a reflection on you at all. You don't need a license to become a parent, which means literally anybody can do it, even the truly awful ones. You are not alone in your experiences and there's at least one person here who knows what you've been through. Stay strong, mate. The only road's up from here. Next one says, I was a proper scum bastard when I first started to move to independence. I was 17. This had all kicked off. My father, God love his soul, was too depressed to really be a parent at that time. And the only experience I had with relationships was from watching my parents. 
I'm glad I learned the error of my ways, but I still stay up at night thinking about the people I've hurt. And I know that it's because at that time, I was a product of my mother. I'm better than who I was, but it'll stick with me. Now, as always, there's positives that come out and negatives in this situation that they've realized what the sister is like at the moment and they're putting boundaries up so it doesn't continue to happen in the future. You can't tolerate people like that in your lives. And I know sister is a victim in this as well. As OP said, she's a product of her environment growing up. That doesn't excuse the shitty behavior, but it is a fact. And that's why those boundaries have to be up. They have to protect themselves in the situation. And, you know, you can't blame them for it at all. She can't just keep coming into their lives, taking money, then going off again, like her mother does by the sounds of it. And I gotta say, I particularly liked the bit where they said 180 grand, 180 grand that bitch stole from me. And that was the best 180 grand I've ever spent. And I gotta say, I did enjoy that part and it probably did ring true for him. And looking back, it probably like, oh, thank goodness for that. It was worth it, you know? And there is many comments on this one saying, you know, they've been through similar situations, you know, where they've lost a sibling and then their sibling has changed in the future to be like the other parent, which is so, so sad. But what do you guys make of this story? What would you suggest to OP? Do you think there's any way to ever fix this relationship between these two siblings? Because at the moment, I got to say, I'm struggling to see it because, you know, the sisters come in and shown what her intentions are and breaking trust like that and can you ever rebuild that trust now from where it is because you're always going to be thinking what's she after now unless they go to therapy or something like that but let me know your thoughts down below in the comments i'm going off on one as usual a huge thank you from the bottom of my heart for getting involved in today's stories the likes the subscribes the comments everything you do is absolutely amazing i can never thank you enough for what you do and i know i say everything the time but I'm ever so thankful. Thank you so much. And I will see you in the next one. Take care, guys. Much love. Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the award-winning movie, Poor Things, starring Emma Stone, Mark Ruffalo, and Willem Dafoe. Check out the new documentary, Freaknik, The Wildest Party Never Told, about the iconic Atlanta street party. And don't miss FX's Shogun, a reimagining of the epic tale, starring Anna Sawai. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu.